Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. What's up and welcome inside Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive Wall Street. Matt Medica, my man, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. For the next hour, we lead you up to the fans, the excuse me, the fantasy best friends forever. Help everybody is happy to be back after a 4th of July week. Time to get ready to rock and roll, get serious about fantasy football season. Coming up on today's program, we'll go through some of the latest news and notes. Not really much going on on the NFL front, but we do got something big going on on the fantasy front. That, of course, is Scott's Fishbowl kicked off. So a lot of you are in Scott's Fishbowl. A lot of you are following along Twitter. So let you know how my league started. We'll get Matt involved. We'll get Jake involved. We're all in Scott's Fishbowl. So Scott's Fishbowl, one of the first... Big-time fantasy football drafts of the year is underway. Everybody's involved. Fantasy cares, the whole thing on Twitter. You know the drill. As a matter of fact, I'm going to see if we can get uh, Scott Fish on the program in a little bit. Talk to him right quick. Chop it up with Scott Fish on one of his big days of the year. Wall Street, Matt Medica, how you doing? Welcome back, sir. Happy holiday. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, it is a fantastic day in the city of Manhattan. I'm walking around like I got three legs today. Oh, very, very nice. I'm glad to <laughs> glad to hear you are a third-legged gentleman. <laughs> All right, and now it's time to bring in the new rankings champion, 2017. Let us celebrate. Let's give a round of applause to the rankings champion for 2017, our very own Roto Expert, All-In Kid, Jake Seeley. Where's Jake? Thanks, Corey. <laughs> I don't see Jake. There's Jake. There's Jake. Right, very I appreciate good. you standing up. <laughs> I gave you a standing ovation. So. I clapped. I, I did clap. I yes. didn't stand, though. It's That's a little tight in this <laughs> You're right, man. It is tight in that corner. Jake, what's going on with you, my man? Oh, look at that. The crowd is going crazy for the all-in kid. They're doing a wave. <laughs> They're doing the wave. T-shirts is flying all over the arena. They're doing everything except throwing money. So, so my question for Jake is, due to his prestigious honor and everything, when he comes into Manhattan next uh, month for the Flex, I'm sure he's flying out first class. He's staying at the Pierre Hotel. I got to think, you know, he's he got, a, he got a nice big pay raise for that one. Yeah. Right, well, there you go. I'm just about nothing. No, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, see, we not we not gonna be allowed to go there because then they'll they'll blame they'll blame it on me. <laughs> that seems to be been doing that around here for some years now. Whenever something goes wrong, it's blame Corey. But I'm gonna put an end to that real soon. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. So Scott Fishbowl, the Scott Fish joint. Hey, right quick before we get into that, Jake, when you did your rankings last year. Did you did you feel as if you had one that was going to be good enough? Like you said, you all the time, you always rank to your projections. When you did your rankings last year, was it a player or two that you was like, you know what, this guy right here, maybe I got him in the wrong spot? It was is it anything that stood out to you last year as you were doing your draft rankings? No, I just I, I felt like it was going to be a good year because we talked about it in general. The, the rookie running backs, we were all high, especially Matt and I from day one was on Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook. But I mean, obviously he got hurt. So that one kind of fell out the wayside. But Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, those guys, honestly, I was one of the higher people ranked on Alvin Kamara. And Kamara was still consensus all the way down in the 50s, though, because nobody was expecting that because of Adrian Peterson. People forget. Like, I was talking to Scott today in email, and he was talking about, like, bold predictions for last year. And I was like, Michael Thomas was inside my top five. You know, those rookie running backs. And he's like, oh, that wasn't that bold. Well, go back to this time last year, and it was. Nobody was drafting Kareem Hunt as an RB1. Nobody was drafting even Christian McCaffrey as an RB1. So you can go down the list. And there was a lot that I thought I'd be right on. I know there's a few misses out there. I was a little bit too high on Joe Mixon, but that one didn't actually hurt as bad as I thought it would. Nice. Um, but, I was you know, worried about that. Well, yeah, I, that's I uh, was too. But Joe Mixon still finished as I think like RB three or something like that. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge killer. Now for the draft rankings that you finished first overall in, 
Is it like you put the top 300? Is it by positions? How does this work? By position. You get scored by quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. I was number one in running back and then inside the top 20 for all four positions. Oh, that's pretty good right there. So shout out to All In Kid, Jake Seeley, Fancy Pros, number one ranker for 2017. I think you've done this, was this, was this, this what, two of the last four years? I've been inside the top 10 for the last two. I'm, I'm number two overall in fantasy draft rankings for my career. There's only one person ahead of me. Do you want, you know who it is? Mike Clay? Sure. No. No. It's somebody we see in D.C., Joe Dolan. Oh, shout out to the big game. Shout out to big game Joe Dolan. All right. So shout out to him. That's what's up. All right. So cool. Matt Medica, your Scott Fishbowl draft underway? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I picked at the 10th pick. I took Kareem Hunt. The, uh, Dalvin Cook went eighth. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Dalvin Cook went eighth? Yeah, it would have been between Cook and Hunt for me if that would have been there. You would have took Dalvin Cook that early? Uh, it, would have, it would have gone between him and Hunt. I probably you would take Dalvin Cook over, um, over Melvin Gordon? Yes, I would. Okay, can you explain that? I, I think he's going. I, I think what we saw last year was just a preview of the talent that he is. I just love this offense. I think Melvin Gordon, you can't go wrong with the pick. If, if somebody wanted to take or rank Melvin Gordon higher, I totally get it. It's safer. He's done it. And if he does uh, increase the pass catches, then maybe I'm wrong on Dalvin Cook with uh, having him ahead of him. But I, I think uh, if fully healthy, which is what I'm banking it on today, July 9th, fully healthy, entering the season with this offense, I think this kid's going to be a beast. And uh, I'm going to pretty much, if I'm picking late in the first round, I'm going to be happy to get him every time. But I don't think, you know, once we get to mid to late August, he's going to start moving up a little. He's not going to be 12th or 13th. You think he's going to be rocks hollering inside that first round? Yeah, I think he'll be like, you know, a top 10 player. All right, Jake, what do you think about that comparison right there with Dalvin Cook and Melvin Gordon? Not crazy, obviously, when you base it on talent, but I'm looking at Melvin Gordon based on work or workload. Yeah, well, no, this thing, what is it? Two, three weeks ago, we already talked about this. I, I'm with Matt on it. I said, what was the, the fact about Dalvin Cook? If you told me the one running back, that's kind of in that RB1 range that people are talking about who could jump into that top tier, as in the tier of Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Tiger, like who could be that person? I'm not looking for the person who can like become an RB1 out of nowhere. I'm talking about like the ones that we already know are established that could be up in the elites. I was saying it's Dalvin Cook. Again, Matt and I are on the same page again. I probably, I'd say this is one of those situations where I would actually go Matt's way and diversify. I don't like to diversify diversify on purpose, but, you know, if I'm sitting there, I'd probably, uh, drafting eighth, take half the time Melvin Gordon and half the time Dalvin Cook. I think that's perfect. See, that's, that's a good example of diversification. Yeah. If you're worried about Cook and, and this injury, and obviously you're playing in enough drafts. If you're playing in, like, two drafts or, you know, and you want to just take your guy, I'm totally for it. But if you're going to be playing in a myriad of, of uh, drafts, you do want to have some diversity. Because an injury is going to just wipe that guy out for you. So those of you who don't know what we're talking about with Scott Fishbowl, Scott Fishbowl is a league, experts, fan league, put together with my man Scott Fish. I believe this year it might be 800-something teams in it. They run it kind of tournament style. A lot of the proceeds go to Fantasy Cares, yes. which is a very good uh, foundation out there that does things through fantasy sports. So um, this is why we talk about Scott's Fishbowl. He kicks it off the first Monday in July every year. Jacob, you can reach out to homie and see if he can call in for the next segment. Yeah, all right. I texted him right now. All right, cool. I was, yeah, I'm sending him a text if to find play, out if he can call in. Thank if you, you play in the fishbowl and you don't donate anything, you're a dog. Yeah, well, then Matt put it out there like that, too. So if it's five bucks, whatever the case may be. Yeah, whatever you can afford. Yeah, yeah. If you want to lay a grand, lay a grand. If you want to send him $5, send him $5. Whatever, we all family over here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. So that's important right there, right? So we got Scott Fish underway. So now, Scott Fish is, is not a two-quarterback league. It's a super flex league. And when I'm looking at my um, it's a super flex league where you can, you know, super flex league, I can't get into all the rules of it right now. It's just Scott Fishbowl. It's always something. Scott Fish will be on the next segment. And he'll let you know all the rules. Yeah, hopefully he'll break down the rules a little more. He'll break the it biggest down. thing, I'd say the biggest kicker besides, like, outside of being super flex is, I mean, because it's half point and there's some other things in there as well. Nothing crazy with the first step. The biggest thing that people might not notice is not only is it six points for a passing touchdown, it's minus four for interception. Yeah, I, I, did, I did see that. I did see that this morning. I, I did a brief little yeah. look to see, you know. I, that I actually like that a lot. I think that, you know, it makes you want, you know, 
you can get a touchdown, uh, a guy that's going to throw, say, 30 touchdowns. If he's going to throw 18, 20 interceptions, you know. Be careful with Eli Manning, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> uh, Jim Day, he puts in it's 900 teams, 75 divisions. So it's a big-time fantasy football tournament, so we'll be discussing that. And you'll see a lot of people in the fantasy community over the course of the next couple of days on Twitter tweeting out their picks and stuff like that. Jake, I'll bring you in right here. Now, this is a super flex, right? Not a su- yeah, it's a super flex. Not yeah. a two-quarterback, a super flex. Now, with that being said, the first round of my draft, I'm always in the one that drafted always lasts the longest. Like, we still be drafting in August. You know oh, what I'm no, saying? You're, uh, I have, unless you're not past the fifth pick yet, you're, not, you're fine. I'm actually in one of the best ones this year. We had the 10th pick. I was number 10. We got it done like that, and then some guy just tweeted out that he's in Disneyland going back to the hotel to make his pick. Oh, uh, yeah, so there you go. Phone. We are, listen, no, for no, the first. We're still sitting on five over here. <laughs> well, I'm Corey. Corey. Frank, Frank is still on pick two. Frank is still on pick two. I'm through the first round. My group is through the first round. I'm normally in the real slow group. Like, I've had this thing lag on to, like, Labor Day. Mine was fast last year. We were probably one of the You had a good one. Jake, how's, your look, how's yours looking so far? That's what I was saying. Like, we're on pick Doing five. five. Okay. I, I can't believe Frank's on pick two. On pick two. Like, come on, everybody in the industry <laughs> hey, look, knows when Scott look, Fishbowl. James Roday, he's, he's a celebrity. He took the time in his draft to, to make his pick. I think everybody else can make theirs. And he actually said he only took it because he couldn't find any George in the database. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny right there. <laughs> oh, I do like the, uh, the all-in-kid shirt today. I was going to bring that up. What's up with it's that? Not, yeah, it's, it's Kylo Ren and Stimpy. All right, cool. Well, there you go. When you win the rankings, there, you can win whatever you, you want. Yeah, right, you Kyle stand Ren up and give Stimpy. it to him. Right, oh. there you go right there. Uh, very, there that is go. a cool shirt, unlike some of them shirts Jake wore last year. Remember some of them shirts you wore last year? Jake. We, we do remember. The shoulder bling? <laughs> yeah, the shoulder bling. Some of those ones. That sweater. Uh, yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, Jake. Nobody in my draft has taken a quarterback yet. What pick are you at? 12. Mm, that's not yeah, that's not smart. And that's not I, listen, I thought that I was gonna come back and then be have, you know, when I took Gurley, right? I thought I was gonna come back in a second turn turn, maybe looking at maybe looking at the back end of a quarterback run. I'm gonna take up my quarterback in one of my next two picks, give grab my first quarterback. But Jake said it's not smart, Matt. What's the quarterback situation looking like in your draft? Uh Aaron Rodgers went right before me at nine. Uh-huh. Uh pick eleven, hopefully we'll be picking shortly. So I'm pick fifteen. I really don't want to take a quarterback, but we'll see. Because I think there's going to be a really good wide receiver that I want there. Looking at who's going to be, you know, at, look at the wide receivers that are on the board, and there's only, you know, four picks before I pick again. And now that's playing chicken because then I'm gonna, I definitely would double exactly. up. Exactly. Now, now you're playing chicken. Jake, you said you're sitting on pick five. Any quarterbacks going in your draft yet? No, it's been the five running backs so far. So that's the only difference. Uh, our friend, uh, however, depending on who you're talking to, our friend, Michael Salfino took Rodgers with the third pick in his. Wow, there you go right there. Well, at six points for, at a, at six points for touchdown pass, you can't really knock that, right? I think yeah. that and the other thing about the negative four for an interception. You know, I, that's I don't an think interesting you, right you don't there. Wanna, you can't just say I'm going to get two quarterbacks and it doesn't really matter. Right. You know, it, it, it does in this. Like, Philip Rivers, who traditionally throws around like Takes 20, a hit. He takes a major and this, hit. And this hurts the upside potential of somebody like Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Dak yeah. Prescott in this, Dan. Yeah, but he ain't going to throw a touchdown pass. No. Oh, Matt, don't do that. Don't do that, Matt, because no. he's not going to throw interceptions. You love Alex Smith in this format, so you will. Oh, that's true. Alex Smith is good in this format, too. You're right, because Alex Smith not going to force the foot. Dak Prescott don't force the football. M- Matthew. <laughs> he's no Josh Allen no, yes exactly alright so here we go my draft started off like this um, number one pick of the draft FF Dynasty took Ezekiel Elliott listen Zeke let me tell you something when you think about it the workload is going to be there for Ezekiel Elliott I don't have a problem with Zeke at one one in the NFFC he's the number he's now the number three running back David Johnson is no longer and he's got number one this weekend as well. I, and I've seen it a couple of I weeks. think as more people get drafted and start to realize the situation in Dallas with no wide receivers, I think Zeke could move on and be in the conversation more and more for that number one or two pick. Then goes Le'Veon Bell. Then I take Todd Gurley with the third pick. Then David David Johnson goes off the board at four. Alvin Kamara, Camaro, Camara goes off you the board. You got it. You got it. You had it. Thank you, Jake. Alvin Kamara goes off the board at five. Saquon Barkley goes off the board at six. First wide receiver, Antonio Brown at 1-7. Continues to be a steal in the fantasy Listen, season. Listen, I'm ecstatic I got Kareem Hunt at 10. I wanted Hunt or Cook there. So I got, I got Hunt. 
But I had a feeling that maybe Brown might fall to me. I think Brown went Brown went seventh in mine. It, so he went seven in mine, too. And I'm like, wow, man, these dudes. Is, if, if Antonio Brown starts dropping back more and more towards the I turn. I know it's half point. In some of like so. these home style type leagues and stuff like that. Man, please don't let Antonio. If you can get a pair with Antonio Brown and maybe like a Dalvin Cook on that swing, that's crazy right there. Antonio Brown goes 1-7. Then Kareem Hunt goes 1-8. Odell Beckham goes 1-9. DeAndre Hopkins at 110. Melvin going 1-1. We are now waiting on 112. Jake, this is a, looks like it's going to be a complete first round with no quarterbacks being taken. You already said that you're against that. But the drop of Antonio Brown, Jake, is that like the biggest story right now? I definitely want to ask Scott Fish because he probably got a good look at the whole board. But Antonio Brown going in this 6-9 to nine range is, is like, are we getting too cute with this? Uh, I think it's just because of the format. And when you got a quarterback, it, so – if he's falling that far and there's no quarterback, I think that's a little crazy. If he's falling to that far and you have Aaron Rodgers going in front of him, maybe even Brady or Watson, I could see. Maybe, maybe. But I just that's the only reason. He's just a he's basically subject to this format. Otherwise, he should be going right where he should be at five six at the latest. Did he did uh, did uh, did old boy get back to you yet? Oh uh, yeah, he said he would call in. All right, cool. So there you go, right there. So we'll have Scott Fish coming up after the break. You want to say something right quick, Matt? I think after the break, we'll, we'll talk. We'll to get into it after the break, we'll bring on Scott Fish. Everybody get involved. Talk to Scott Fish. You got questions in the chat that you want to ask Scott Fish, how to get involved with Fantasy Cares, whatever the case may be. Happy to help you out right here. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. This is that time of year where it's really time to start getting serious. Oh, and when we come back, I'll tell you how you can really get serious. It's the Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Here we go, back up and at him. Fancy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Let it ride a little bit. Let it breathe while I get myself together. And I can tell you about something that you need to get your hands on very shortly. That is the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Package for 2018. Get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Not just a draft kit. It's a full season package. That takes you from draft day to championship week, and it features in-depth analysis from some of your favorite FNTSY sports radio experts, including Fantasy Hall of Famer Scott Angle, 2017 Rankings Accuracy Champion, All-In Kid Jake Seeley, high-stakes veteran Matt Modica. Go to rotoexperts.com, use promo code WINNER to get 10% off, excuse me, use promo code All-In Kid to get 10% off the exclusive Edge package. And set aside a spot on the mantle for your 2018 championship trophy. The promo code is all in kid. Get 10% off the Roto Experts exclusive edge package where you get Jake's award winning rankings at. So there you go, right there. How's everybody doing underneath the sound of my voice? Shout out to everybody in the chat room, the Goon Squad. Love you. Glad to be back. Talk some fancy football with you. It's time to get started, ready and rocking and rolling. And on this high holy day in the fantasy industry, where we get the Scott's Fishbowl kicked off. We bring on my man, Scott Fish. Scott Fish, we, Scott Fish, we been have, I've been having you on the radio on the day that Scott Fishbowl kicked off for, I feel like, at least five, six years now. It feels like it has. I feel like it's been just about, uh, yeah, every year, four, five, six years, something like that. Thanks for having me on, by the way. Well, no problem. Glad you can join us and talk a little bit about the uh, the deal right here. Scott, let me start off. I hate to start off with controversy because I definitely want to talk about football and, and stuff like that. And I, my guess is that you've kind of got a good look or can see all the draft boards and stuff like that. Talk to you about some trends that are going on that you see early in the draft. But here's the deal. You got Matt Medica in the second round. I'm in the end of the first round. Jake is, Jake is pick five in his draft. My man Florio of Stanford, one of the BFFs downstairs, is on pick two in their draft. 
is it time that we go to the four hour clock? Oh man, it's you know every year I get people that want to drop the clock down, and then I get all the international people that play really mad at me for even suggesting it. <laughs> I haven't yet. Uh, I, I hope it does pick up for those other guys. I, Here you go, I Scott. Had, uh, a handful of no shows. Yeah, Scott. Scott, this is what you do next year. All the international people get put in the same league, and then you can do four-hour clock. <laughs> Ooh, that's. Actually, a pretty brilliant idea. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I wonder how much they will like that, because uh, that means that there are a whole bunch of you know potential analysts that they won't get to play with if I do that. But yeah, that's uh, that's a really interesting idea. I didn't even know we had international people in yeah. this joint fish. I think that's the price of not being an American. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom comes with a cost. Patriots first. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Scott Fish, nice. uh, run, give us a rundown on, on this year's version of the rules right quick. Oh, man. So uh, this year we are uh, 11 starters, 22 uh, total uh, spots on your roster. It's uh, The scoring is six points per touchdown for quarterbacks. Well, six points for any touchdown, really. Four, negative four for an interception, mm-hmm. negative two for a pick six. So if you if you if you had a guy like Jay Cutler and he throws a touchdown and then he throws a pick six, I know he's not playing this, but if you, if you had that situation, that would be worth zero because wow. he just killed his uh, his touchdown. Hey Scott, so that, 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 hopefully I'm hoping that plays in. Yeah. And just real quick, like with the quarterback thing, I think you, you put a lot more onus on the quarterback. I love the negative four for the interception and the negative two for the pick six. Uh, so I, I think that's what I think the industry needs to uh, go in my way, where the quarterback needs to be more uh, high profile. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you can go one more step. I did not want to for this because it complicates it further. But uh, negative 0.25 for an, inter- for an incompletion and positive 0.25 for a completion even even makes that those those gaps bigger. I, I like to call it something like premium QB scoring, where good QBs rise up and, and bad QBs drop even further down in, in a situation like that. But for the rest of the scoring, it's it's half PPR, half point per first down, and then tight ends get double that, so they get a full point per P, per reception and first down. So it's a it's a little tight end premium as well. All right, let me ask you right right quick. You said the quarterback gets plus two point five. For a completion in minus two point. No, no, no. Okay. No, not in, not in this. I, I didn't want to make it too complicated. But okay. if you're looking to do what Matt what Matt mentioned, if you're looking to really separate the good quarterbacks from the bad quarterbacks, use what I did for SFBH, and then add that completion and incompletion wrinkle, and it really it really makes some tear gaps between the uh, you know good and bad quarterbacks. All right, there you go, right there, Jake. You want to hop in? Do I? <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I thought you were going to continue going. So, no. Uh-uh. no uh, anything you've seen interesting so far, Scott? Like, because uh, what Corey was talking about at the very beginning, I said it was crazy that it, I, I expected Aaron Rodgers to be in the first round of every single draft so far, and there's been a couple that it hasn't so far. Are you actually a little surprised by that? Uh, I I don't know how surprised I am. The the mock drafts people were doing were showing that people were trying to wait on quarterback. I think it's gone from. You know, it went from a, a niche thing to like an analyst thing, and now I think it's permeated down that everyone just wants to wait on quarterback no matter what the settings. Um, I was surprised to see Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook both get one on one picks in this, though. Like one on one, one, really? one, 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 <laughs> one, yeah. Stupid. Dalvin Cook in one draft went one, one, and Alvin Kamara went one, one in another draft. Wow, I can see Kamara. Because of the style of play that you might take Ingram's four-game suspension to start the season, obviously somebody that's probably a novice would come in, and especially if they had Kamara last season feeling pretty good about him coming back and what they did for them last year. A novice player I can see making a move like that. But for Dalvin Cook to go 1-1 is very interesting. Must be a Vikings fan. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this guy is not a Vikings fan. I, I know that much. Um, I know the guy who did it. Uh, I don't. 
I don't know what he was thinking, but when you're at the 1-1, I guess if you really love a guy, you kind of got to shoot your shot, right? I mean, otherwise you're picking 24 picks later. Hey, you know I, what? Yeah, no, no, no. Too. You're right about that, Scott. Shooters do shoot. <laughs> well, look, I mean, at the end of the season, if Dalvin <laughs> Cook was the number one rushing back, would I be shocked? No. Yeah, but I, I would, feel you, but you don't have to pay for it in the draft. I just, I, I couldn't do it right now. But I, I, I do like him a lot, as we were talking previously. Scott, let me ask you, what, are, what, what, are you the, what, what league are you in? I'm in the Doctor Who division, and I think we're still in the first round. Uh, I got the 101 pick this year, which I hate. Um, oh, you shouldn't. Need, I absolutely oh, hate it. Oh, yeah, that that was an accident, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was preparing for people to say that all day long. <laughs> and it's pretty much the first. But uh, it looks like we just entered the second round in mine. And uh, I took Le'Veon Bell first. Um, I think it was more of a, a shares thing. I have a bunch of Zeke. I have a bunch of Gurley. I have a bunch of David Johnson in other leagues. So, uh I just went with Bell to, you know, kind of be a little different. Outside of those, outside of that, what's some of the other uh, interesting things you've seen? Like, has Aaron Rodgers, for the most point, been the main the main guy going off the board as the first quarterback? Is the Sean Watson uh, going at, at quarterback one in some drafts? Like, I, I kind of figure he's got to be in the mix in some of these leagues. Yeah, you'd think so with the because uh, quarterbacks do get those rushing points per first down in this league. Uh, you know, a half point per first down rushing. So you got to figure that. You know, Watson will creep up. I haven't seen him go above Rodgers, but uh, there's 75 divisions. I, I, I don't okay. really have a, a good base on all of them yet. So let me, let me ask you this. Today is when the drafts start, right? When the whole – oh, oh right. it's a question from the fourth floor. Uh, go ahead. Uh, we are wondering why Scott Fish runs a league with 800 people and is in one league, and Jake runs a league with four leagues and is in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming for, the they're coming for you, Jake. What's up with that? Is that supposed to be a knock? Yeah, they're, saying, they're saying the Flex has four leagues, and you're in all First four of all, leagues. First all, he has three. <laughs> so, know what the hell you're talking about. And two, second of all, One's in D.C., one's in New York, and somebody bailed last year. So if people weren't a bunch of schmucks like the people calling up from the fourth floor, I wouldn't have to be in all three. I think it's why Florida's bad this year. <laughs> I think so, too. Let me get back. Fish, so this is day one of this, right? And it's 900, it's 900 right. people in this this year, right? Yep. Let me ask you this. When do you start yep. the process? Like, yeah. when will you start working on 2000, 2019 Scott's Fishbowl? You know, I, I take a very nice long break uh, after the season, and I started up April 1st. Okay. Uh, this year, it was probably end of March, but, yeah, I started up about then. But let me tell you, it's going to be unreal next year because we already have 1,600 people signed up for next wow. year. Wow. 1,600 already. I just put up the 2019 form. Yeah, I put up the 2019 form a day or two ago, and we're up to 1,600 signed up for next year. I, I think we got to get a sponsor for this yeah, that's, that's, has, has anybody talked to you about sponsoring this? I, I have had lots of people reach out about lots of things concerning this over the last uh, three years. Um, the, the most I've gone is having people donate, uh, you know, some very amazing prizes and, and you know, promoting them in the emails and, uh, you know, on Twitter and stuff. What's some of the prizes this year? Oh, man, we got uh, a Lifetime Football Guys uh, subscription along with six three-year subscriptions. DLF has also uh, got $500 cash and a Lifetime nice. subscription and a bunch of single-year subscriptions. 4 for 4 has got a bunch of single-year subscriptions and some hoodies. Um, FFPC, uh, I know a couple of you guys play in the Pros versus Joes. The winner of, S of SFB gets to play in Pros versus Joes the following year. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's more stuff. There's Fantasy Jocks gives you a nice belt, a championship belt, some pro football focus uh, subscriptions, a scout uh, championship, uh, $300 online championship, MFL 10 credits, stuff like that. Oh, very good. All right, cool. That's what's up. Hey, let me ask you this, Fish. Um, 
you mean my telephone is ringing. Somebody called me from Houston. I don't know who that is. I don't think it's Beyonce. Braddock. I don't think it's oh, it's Braddock. It's Jason Braddock. Oh, <laughs> speaking of the person I had to replace in New York. <laughs> oh man, he must have heard that, Jake. He called him my phone. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be an hour before the draft that you missed your flight. That's crazy. Mm. That is not a good look. Um, Scott Fish, with the fantasy cares aspect of it this year. Um. How can people get involved with that? I know I've seen the T-shirts going around with my man, Kenneth Cashman. How can people get involved with Fantasy Cares and all the good work that you do with Scott's Fishbowl? Sure. Uh, Rotoware has the T-shirts available, the, the Fishbowl T-shirts, and uh, $12 of every shirt goes to Fantasy Cares. You can go to fantasycares.net and just donate right there. I will run fun leagues uh, over the course of the off season for people to jump in if they donate. But uh, for right now, that's just a donate button. We're done with the SFB satellites. Uh, we're going to top thirty thousand dollars today nice. within the next awesome. day or two. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of toys. Nah, no doubt about it. So there you go right there. So make sure you get involved. Like Matt Medica said, if you're playing, you should donate, whether it's a dollar, whether it's five, whether it's a grand, whatever you want to do, uh, definitely, because this is uh, it's, it's real strong, real good for the community. You'll see the hashtag all over Twitter. This is the man responsible for it, my man Scott Fish. Hey, Fish, you're going to be in uh, D.C. at the Flex, so I get a chance to shake your hand for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I, I booked my flight. I didn't book my hotel yet, but I'll, I'll be doing that soon. I'm contemplating sharing with Jody Smith, sharing a hotel room. So. Oh, shit. All right. Well, yeah, cool. Fantasy Jack likes the spoon. No, 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 no. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you, I would let you stay with me, but I got a real bad snoring habit. So there you go. <laughs> Well, hopefully, no, no, hopefully Scott and Jody get this figured out because I got about like 70 emails from the two of them Together, combined. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. No spoon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in D.C. before, uh, Fish? Yeah. I have not. My wife has. It's, it's one of the places I just haven't been to yet. I cool. Oh, you going to make, you going to spend some extra time and go around and see some things? Definitely see the monuments. I. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see what kind of time I have available for that. Probably maybe in between the draft and then uh, with uh, what we're doing that night. So uh, right. I might try. Cool, cool. That's gonna be good times right there. So hey, Scott Fish, definitely want to thank you for your contributions to the fantasy community, and um, definitely everybody Oga out there. Um, check out Fantasy Cares. And our uh, fish sometimes listen when this thing wrap up. We'll get you back on here and talk about some of the stuff. And I'll look forward to uh, seeing you and having a good time. Maybe a bear or two, and we out in DC at the Flex, my man. Definitely sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, cool, no problem. That is Scott Fish, the uh, I guess you call him the curator. Do we is that a, the curator of Scott's Fishbowl? Mm-hmm. Is that the right pr- terminology? Founder, yeah, Founder. curator. Yeah, you can. Go I can do that. Flex. I can say that. Yeah. You know, he's a collector of leagues. Yes, he's a yes, yes, a collector of leagues. As about public school education, let me know when. Grand Pooba. Oh, I like, I that. like that. The Grand Pooba. That's a happy day of bro. Scott's of Scott's fishbowl. <laughs> Who coming up uh, next on the BFFs is going to be the uh, they're going to do the DKMS trivia challenge. Oh, so you'll get a chance to win tickets to uh, 2018 World Series, which will be right here in the Bronx. Is it like Stump the Sussman? I, 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 I think it's very similar to Stump the Sus. I think we call it Stump the Sus. I wonder if uh, Frank and Florio are going to mention the fact that they tried to come for me in the rankings last year and failed. Ooh, oh, I love it. I love it. Shots are being fired. I love it. Today. I love it. Did you try to come? Wait a minute. Was Ken, Florio, did you try to come for Jank in the rankings last year? Silence. <laughs> Wait, what's up? You try to can't, Jake. You tried to come for Jake in the rankings no, last I, year. And I mean, we're always gonna try. I give Jake credit though. He, he finished number one. Good for him. He finished number one. Ali, Fon, Ali Fontana was number two. Mystery Woman, Ali Fontana. I like the name. Yeah, it's like a good movie name. A good Hollywood. That name. is like a good Hollywood name. I ain't so cool. That's what's up. Um, when we come back on the other side, I want to break down. Um, kind of not really some more of the teams. Because there's not too much drafting going on right now. It's slowed down. So we'll go through some news and stuff from over the weekend. Something else we supposed to be. Quarterbacks, maybe? Oh, the quarterbacks, I think everybody yes. knows like Rodgers, but where do you go after that? Thank you. The quarterbacks. It's interesting. Because with the, I, this is the, how much does the format really change? Do you still look at the top guys as the top guys? Well, look, you, it's the rushing, I think, is important. But I think how he made it with the negative four for an interception, I think, kind of changes things. 
Which, you know, I, I think you want to get an elite court. I don't because think you really want to win. We got, we got to break it down. Let, let's break it down and let's get into it on the other side. Um, So we, we can do that. But don't forget the Roto Experts exclusive edge package for 2018 is now live. And um, here's the thing about it is we do so much work on this. Well, y'all, they do so much work on this package. Like Scott's in charge of running it. Scott even call you when you're doing a radio show. That's how that's how locked in Scott is. We're getting this package done right. You'd be doing a radio show, and you'd be like, I can't talk on the phone. I'm on the radio, and Scott be having a conversation with you. So shout out to the king. Can't stop this is me. how important this is right here. It is Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. When we come back on the other side, how to attack quarterbacks in Scott Fish. Plus, telephone lines open 844 Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Hey, all right. Excuse me, I had to uh, <laughs> run upstairs. <laughs> no, Jim Day, I do not like to be the little spoon. I told y'all on this program before, I am the dominant spoon. I'm the big spoon. I'm the not big the spork. dog. I'm not the spork. I'm the big dog. <laughs> Woo. You know, speaking of Matt, why don't they make, like, metal sporks, like, that you could just keep at home? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, the... It was something I mocked when I first saw it. I was like, it was like a Taco Bell invention yeah. or a KFC kind of thing. It's perfect for, like, rice bowls and stuff like that. That is true. That's interesting. Well, I haven't never seen that before. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll inquire as I'm with the move, as I buy some new bowls. Yeah, and see if they got that. They, got a, they, got a, oh, they just opened up a Chipotle on 125th Street, which you is was that? thinking. They, yeah, I'm about you, to search right now. I'm about to, Amazon's got everything. I'm just certain metal sports. that Harlem would have had a Chipotle already. I but it, it didn't. <laughs> I just thought the day when I saw I'm, it, I was I'm like, actually quite "What?" Shocked that the figure the gentrifiers would demand that. We want Whole Foods. We want Whole Foods. We want Whole Foods. I got a Whole Foods I now, did, son. I, 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 I love Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, colonizers. Zisha, they have it already, I'm huh? About to, about to, about to order some. <laughs> Not a bad idea. If they don't sell it at the dollar store, I ain't gonna have it. So there you go, right there. <laughs> I am it's, a uh, it's, it's 12 for six, so two bucks a pop. <laughs> um, let's get to Steven Mass before I get to all the quarterback conversation. Steve, what up, my man? Hey, Corey, what's up? Ain't nothing much chilling. Um, are you in Scott's Fishbowl? No, I, I didn't even sign up for it. I didn't even know about that. I might have to look into it and, and got, sign up so I can uh, draft with you guys. You got to start. You got to get involved for the joint next year. You heard where he said he already got 1,600 people for next year. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll come <laughs> after you. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe if I end up winning or something, I... Uh, yeah, it's not really. They got T-shirts and stuff like that. You ain't gonna get it's, rich off of Scott's fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, it's for charity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a couple of nicks and nats and here it's and there and stuff like that. Nothing real major in it. What's up, Steve? What's your question for today? Uh, my question. It was on the uh, running backs. Like, cause I, I'm not, I started doing a couple mock drafts, and I've noticed that like the running back position it gets pretty weak. What? what how? How Quickly. late would you guys like? Like, what's the what's we like the cutoff for like the running backs? I mean, that you, you want to have as far as like depth. See, when you, when you say when you say cutoff, you're talking about number of running backs on the roster, or when you want to have your first running back by. I think there's ten well, running backs. Like, one is maybe one. Okay. Yeah, like 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 I I know I want like Le'Veon and like the Dalvin Cooks and stuff, and and like if I could start if if I have a chance to start off with those two guys, that'd be good. But I mean, like like um. If I waited and, and like took like some receivers and stuff, I just met like, what would you guys consider like as far as like startable like on your bench? I mean, yeah. listen oh. to me honestly. Once you get past that, that shady McCoy, 
I'm going. I go Shady McCoy on on in the back of two. When you come in, the, when you get to that Kenyon Drake, that's when it starts to get. I don't know what I got at running back. Put it like this, Steve. I want my first two rounds. I'm grabbing a running back. In my first one of my first two picks is going to be a running back. I just think it's there's a clear top ten for me where it stops with Leonard Fournette, or, what, or if you want to have however you have it ranked. Like I have it, uh, say Hunt, Cook. Gordon Fournette, like those are like seven to ten for me. Yeah, and then from there, if I'm in the full point PPR, Christian McCaffrey is probably my number eleven. Yeah, because look, we saw what he did from week one to sixteen as a rookie, and in that format, it plays. It's not going to. I don't think the offense is going to get any worse. No, I think it's going to get any better. What do you think, Jake? How you doing it this year with these running backs? That that's one of the big questions. And in my first, you know, obviously you are a practice of the bell cow theory. I think that you would also say in your first two rounds, you want to come out with one of them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought that, I didn't know that was the end of the question. <laughs> sorry. The way you stopped, it sounded like you were going to continue oh. keep going. I'm, I'm with Matt. There's like a 10 for me. Uh, I actually, I'm looking right now. Might have Fournette ahead of Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon, Fournette, Cook, whatever you want. That's the end of the 10. There's a little bit, I'd say, you know, I'd go to 12 in PPR. Uh, but the fact is, it it always depends on who's on the board. So the fact is, is, you know, if I'm seeing my running backs go crazy in my draft and nine are in the first round, I'm at the at the end of the turn. I might go wide receiver, wide receiver, because it's the best value on the board. I still want my bell cow. But the, Matt said that before, too, on this very show. It's just, you know, if Antonio Brown and nine running backs are the first 10 picks and I'm picking at 11, I'm not going to reach and take LaShawn McCoy just because the running backs are going crazy. Yeah, and I think the wild card player this year is Devonta Freeman. The only reason I'm kind of hesitant, and I, I really like Health. him, is, is those concussions. I mean, if he takes another serious blow, I mean, I, I got to think he's out for at least six games. Yeah, I, I worry about the uh, injured but reserve. Otherwise, I think he's set up for a fantastic season. I think so, too. I just, like I said, I worry about the injured reserve with him. This is a year that I'm willing to handcuff Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. It's, it, now, listen, when it's they're expensive. both out there playing, and you're right, it's expensive because you're dedicating two running backs. I mean, you're dedicating two of your first six picks to an Atlanta Falcon backfield. And then if, say, Freeman played the whole season, you never know when you're, when you're going to be able to play Coleman. <laughs> and say it's not... Freeman that get hurt. Say it's your other running back that get hurt. <laughs> what do you do, Jake? It's risky, but I think this is the year to handcuff him. Uh, see, it, dep- it depends on the price. The good point is, is for Freeman right now, Tevin Coleman's not going where he was last year. So he's actually not that bad of a handcuff situation. But the problem is, is when you, dev- you draft Devontae Freeman, you know what's coming. Somebody's going to try and snipe you on Freeman or Coleman, or you're going to have to probably overdraft Coleman a little bit, maybe by a round or so. It depends on what you want your investment to be, because at the same time, on the top end of it, is Freeman plays 16 games. Now Tevin Coleman's not a wasted pick, but he kind of loses all that value where you took him anyway. So it just depends on how you want to play your team. I'm in on Freeman. I have no problem taking Freeman as not, and not having the handcuff. All right, hey, this is this is the Office Two League in Scott's Fishbowl, right? I'll run through some of these picks for you. This is the Office Two League, the Kelly Caper Division. I don't know what nothing this means. I don't. What, what what division are you in? I'm in the Andy Bernard division. Kelly Kapoor. Kelly Kapoor. All right. Excuse me. Um, for that, I'm in the Andy Bernard. Everybody. I don't know. Just, I don't. I never watched The Office Part Two. Um, Lev Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, Saquon Barkley, um, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and then Antonio Brown at seven, Melvin Gordon at eight, DeAndre Hopkins at nine, Hunt at ten, Leonard Fournette at eleven, Odell Beckham at twelve. Guess who starts off round number two? Rob Gronkowski. That's a mistake. And then you have Keenan Allen, and then Aaron Rodgers goes to our guy, Mike Florio. That's Mike Florio's league. Look at that. Well, look at Jesus. Yeah, Mike Florio got a gift there. Yeah, Mike Florio started <laughs> yeah, the draft yeah. with Kareem Hunt and Aaron Rodgers. I would have liked that. Yeah, that and was a gift. That's because he's listening to us. <laughs> that's why he did that, because he listened he's to us. And Jake's right. <laughs> he listened to us, and then he went and he made a selection. So smart. That's a smart thing by Mike Fleur. Matt, nothing right there sound out of place, do it? Uh, from what I got to Besides the Gronk thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, look, people love Gronk. It's I, you do get a little extra for the tight end, not like last year where it was more tight end heavy. So look, there's going to be people that are going to take Gronk. You see the articles. I see all the articles of why Gronk is a first round value. I get it, but you're asking this man to stay healthy. I I don't see it. 
I don't see how he can. In the Pam Beasley division, Jake, it goes Todd Gurley, Lev Bell, Zeke, David Johnson, Antonio Brown at five. Thank you. Odell Beckham at six. That's high. Saquon Barkley at seven. So you get a pair of New York Giants back-to-back. Kamara at eight. I love that. D-Hop at nine. Fournette, ten. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson close out uh, round number one. So we see a couple of quarterbacks go off the board early. Two quarterbacks go off the board in round one. This is the Moose division. This draft only has six picks in. David Johnson goes 1-1 in this one to Tyler Lochner from our uh, pro football focus. Lev Bell, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, Kamara, Antonio Brown. Jake, I don't like Saquon Barkley going ahead of Alvin Kamara. I really don't. I, I actually do. We've had this debate. The yeah, fact is, is Kamara's not going to touch the ball 20-plus times a game with any type of consistency. They're going to give it to somebody else, whether it's Boston Scott on the roster or Terrence West or whatever. And the fact is, Melvin Ingram's going to come back after four weeks, and he'll be back into the mix like he always is. Kamara also had a very high efficiency touchdown rate last year that's unsustainable for most even elite. I mean, we're talking about Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson levels of eliteness that don't even have that kind of touchdown rate and not taking anything away from Kamara, but it's a lot to ask for any running back in the history of football to do what he's doing outside of some of the people that are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you would say Kamara's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Maybe he's LaDainian Tomlinson with the new touchdowns. It's okay, but I think that's a lot to bank on. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I'm not taking Barkley. Look, I love Barkley. I think Barkley going to be I've a beast. I've gone back and forth on this. The thing is, last Diversify. season, <laughs> last season K- Kamara never rushed in one game more than 12 times. Not one game. Five games he had between 10 and 12 rushes. And, okay, Ingram's gone. I think I'm one of the people that is pro on the belief that Kamara could handle a bigger load. But regardless if Ingram never came back, there's always been that second running back there, too. And I, I do get I mean, that touchdown thing that Jake said. It was insane. It wasn't just like, you know, it was an insane rate. It ha- I, I don't see how it does not regress. I mean, it would just def- defy. I just think he's time. like a new style of generational type, futuristic type running back where. So you remember that, that game where he got hurt with the concussion? He touched the ball three times and he had like seven fantasy I points. Think he's awesome. I, yeah. I have no problem. Going either way, I flip flopped on it early in the year. I remember I said I would take uh, Barkley ahead of uh, Kamara and Hunt and stuff like that. But I think it's more of a feel thing here. I want to be involved with, you know, AK and all that. I I think you know, as you said, just on a per touch basis, what he can do at any time, and he's done it. Let, let's let's look at what he done on a limited basis. So it's already been proven. Now, uh, the question to me is, is Terrence West relevant? Like, what t- not, not is he relevant. What is his relevancy? Journeyman? I understand. But, you know, he's, if you believe in the way that uh, Peyton has programmed this offense over the past few years, he could very easily be getting goal line carries, be getting, you know. Could. My, my only issue, if you told me today, it is Terrence West and not Boston Scott mm-hmm. that's filling the Mark Ingram role. And even if it's 80% of what Ingram was last year and he's getting those touches, I would be taking Terrence West at the end of drafts. But the fact is, I don't As of today, I don't know that he's just because they signed him. And we've seen Terrence West plenty of times before. I don't know that he holds off Boston Scott. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And the, the other issue here with this backfield is the Mark Ingram question. Do we hold any? Look, I've been a big supporter of Ingram. But is there any kind of in the in the back no. in in the back of your mind the back coming off the PEDs? And what if Kamara is just all world again and just a beast? Again? I just, I don't I, that's the thing. That's what I people think. are playing paying that's, a nice price for for England. That's what I think. Hey, uh, Goon Squad, we're about to wrap up. Um, send you off. Come back. We got to sign off for of YouTube. Don't forget to come back for the best friends forever. You could win a trip to the 2018 World Series with your DKMS Trivia Challenge. I don't think we're going to get in on that because they just, they was like, you know, whatever. Say that's for the shows that talk a little baseball on it. So I was like, all right, cool. We don't have to. Remember, we gave out the winning tickets last for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we did. We gave yeah. out the winning tickets for that. So there you go right there. But you two. I was floored when he got that correct. I was too. Goon Squad, link up. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Scott's Fishbowl. We go through the whole thing. Good luck out there today. Jake, DeAndre Hopkins, second wide receiver off the board, almost in just about every draft. And that's the way it should be, correct? Right.
I don't have a problem with it, but I also I don't have a problem if somebody really wants to take Odell Beckham instead. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. There's the potential that Barkley opens off the offense even more for him and he has a career season. But, you know, the the obvious choice is Hopkins. I'm just not going to fault anybody if they want to take one of the as long as you don't go past Julio Jones, Odell Beckham or heck, even Devontae Adams. If you want to take Devontae Adams, I'm not even going to tell you you're crazy for doing that. Hey, I, agree. I, I think if if you were guaranteed 16 games from Odell Beckham, I would probably take him number two. I'm going to be really? honest. Over D-Hop? D-Hop in the man. Every year, D-Hop is nice, man. Except for one year. D- well, Odell, Odell, Odell Beckham, look, I'm not even a Giants fan. I'm just, right. just being honest. Higher ceiling. That's the issue. You think so, Jake? Yeah, absolutely. There's no question about it. We've already seen it. Maybe I'm biased against Odell Beckham. I think maybe a You're just biased against the Giants. Yeah, well, <laughs> that could be what it is. I think you can. I, I, I just look at oh, DeAndre Hopkins as no. I, look, I have nothing against D Hop, and yeah, I would I would give him the the number two based on you know he's he's shown that he plays the, the games year in year out and all that kind of stuff. But I have no look. You can make even a case for Julio Jones being the number two if his touchdowns come back up. Say he scores eight touchdowns. Uh, he scores eight touchdowns. He scores four. He he's going to be number one playing fantasy 14, the way he put. 1,400 yards every year. Maybe he don't try as hard this year because he upset with them about his contract situation. Nah, I don't think so. I, I think when you're not good at an athlete, you might as well just go out. I don't there. think he has to try, really. I, I think it's like it's it was a born talent that, you know. Yeah, it's not fair. I don't know. I had a home. I had a homeboy that grew up in Alabama. My man, Charles Griffin, he's um he's like a uh, right now. He's like the um yes, he, he has he was afflicted with a pancreatic cancer at a very young age. He's become the voice of the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's um, he's, nobody thought it was coming because he was like a world class athlete. He played um, what's that school in Alabama when they closed down? UAB Birmingham, the Blazers. They closed that down. That joint is where well, the football program is oh. no is no longer there. Him and Roddy White were um roommates together in college, or whatever. And he was telling me years ago, like, yo, it's this kid coming up in Alabama named Julio Jones. It's just crazy. So I've been watching Julio Jones since like since, since he was like ninth, tenth grade. It's not fair. And- uh, oh, it's yeah. not. It's not fair <laughs> to have that kind of athletic ability. And I don't know these receivers we were talking about. Like Jake put Devontae Adams in, and if, if healthy too, I, I don't see why not. But what about Michael Thomas? Like saying the, the, Mark, the picture of consistency with, is there with the Mark Ingram suspension and stuff. Maybe he sees a couple more targets a week. You know, maybe that. I look. I, I know Breeze was like you know right outside the top ten last year in quarterbacks and stuff. Would you start a team with Kamara and Thomas? I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I mean, because I had I had Ingram and Kamara in, you know, in in the Super last year. I was starting them every week, and they're both going to get their share. It's not that they're not going to get their share. What I ideally not something I think about doing. Though. Yeah, Jake, would you? Mm, I'd lean away from it. You lean away from it because yeah. I mean, if if that was the best, like, look, if that's the best value, I'm not going to not do it. But I I generally try to lean away from it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I never thought I would start two running backs. If you if you would if you would have if you would rather have either one of them, say you were like, okay, listen, you get a member of this New Thomas. Orleans Saints, you you would take who one? Thomas? You Tom? You I'd get rather. Thomas at two one or Kamara at one five? Thomas. Thomas at two one. Yeah, well, because then I'm getting a running back. I'm getting one of those top five. If it was like if I could have Kamara and say Devontae Adams or Keenan Allen, can I start that way? I'm happy there too. Over say opposed to having. Thomas and Melvin Gordon. I might lean uh, Kamara and That's what I'm, Adams. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I would too. All right. That is Wall Street Matt Medica in the Get Money Corner. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the rankings champion, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid. Jake Seeley is on the Skype machine. The fantasy best friends forever. They're coming up next. Go to Westbrook's 2018 fantasy football exclusive edge packets on sale. When Mr. Sussman and the BFFs come up here, they got a pair of World Series tickets to give away. Hopefully, you're the one to get them. Frenzy, we out. <laughs>